Everybody, we are back again. It's uh, half nine Irish time. I am uh, your host, Romo. Welcome to Hit the Lotto. That's a uh, theme song by Pet Fangs. Woo! And uh, that logo by Poach. Welcome to the show. <clears throat> Hope you all had a good week once again. And uh, I, I figure. Uh, what better? I don't know if any of you guys that listen to any of the shows or download any of these pay any attention to our F1 shows, but we've had a couple and I mean, we had to, had to, had to, had to have uh, another one again. And uh, we, we are welcoming into the studio, Tony C, why not Kip? All those super names. <laughs> I mean, if you know, uh, last week, I, I don't know if you listened to last week's show there, there Kip, but uh, uh, I had on a couple of streamers. And uh, it is funny because oh, yeah. I didn't even I didn't even know their real names. Like, I follow them on Twitch, and I didn't even know their real names. Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> it was actually funny because it's like, what, what's your what's your name? You know what I mean? Well, my streamer yeah, name yeah, is yeah. this. My real name is this. My <laughs> gamer tag yeah. is this. Like, we don't yeah. even have... We don't even have yeah. identities anymore. Our identities no, are all these other multiple, identities. Across, across multi-platform species. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't ever remember that when I was a kid, like thinking no. my dad – did my dad have multiple personalities? Like, you, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? I, mean, I, yeah, I just don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, maybe you never know, I guess. You never know. But no, uh, Never uh, know, yeah. Welcome to the show, anyway, pal. Thank, it's a pleasure yeah, to have you on. Yeah, thanks very much. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to a good old chat about this. Now it was a yeah, a great, a great old season. To you know, it's it, it was unbelievable. So it was a uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Formula One, we had. Uh, uh, I mean, let's be honest. We we've had some uh, some interesting years leading up to this year, uh, but the, the yeah. result has always been the same. And that was, yeah. it was getting, it was getting repetitive. And um, so, I mean, I guess realistically yeah. what happened 
uh, uh, where there were, you know, there were rule changes that came into effect for every year. They just tinker, 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 tinker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. seems like they made a few rule changes that actually even the field out and actually the rule changes, which were pretty, and, we'll, and I'll get into this with you later, but they were pretty, but the ironic thing here is the outcome would have been the same. It would have been tighter. It would have done its job. It would have been the same, but because of human interference or lack thereof or whatever, because of, of, of the actual human element of this sport, mm. we have a new champion, right? Would you agree with me? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> like, I think the way I look at it is is that the, it was a great season from start to finish. But yes. to end on to have a new to have a new champion, it sort of it nearly breeds a new lease of life into the into the championship going into next year. Whereas, like, it would have been repetitive had a Hamilton won it, and it looked like he was. Like, it, I wouldn't say he was robbed. This is racing, but like. Both scenarios would have been like greatness, if you know what I mean. Like, so you're looking like Max Verstappen, the young guy, his first world championship, or an eight-time world champion. It's never been done in the sport, you know. So it was the either side of it was going to be was going to be great. But I think that you know, I think it's good that Max had won and got Mercedes in this era of car. I think that was an important thing as well. You know, the Red Bulls in this V6 hybrid, the first team to beat uh, Mercedes. Like, had a Mercedes went and won that, going into next year's championship, we might have never, you know, it was just utter dominance, you know. Whereas now it's sort of like, wow, that's, uh, uh, energy drinks company has done it again and stole the race on the last day, you know. So so my, I guess my question then is, uh, how do I... Yeah, I mean, I think it just goes back to that, though. So let's 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 just get it. Let's get into it. Let's so that we we understand what's going on. So what happened was, um, we we have a new champion, and how many times in a row, Lewis Hamilton? Well, it was uh, in a row. This was his fifth in a row, was it? Would've fifth in a row, and how many overall? Uh, he has seven in total. So, and it's fifth in yeah. a row, and I mean, For, fourth in a row. I think that would have been yeah. Rosberg was. Oh no, fifty three, twenty sixteen. Yeah, so yeah, he's he's been dominating, you know. Basically, I don't. Valtteri Bottas, yeah, he's with them five years. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's five. It, you know, it would have been five in a row. Yeah. So, so this Hamilton was the man. Like, let's. He was a. He yeah. was uh, the. I mean, again, it's a little bit. Obviously, we, there's. If you, I'm just talking about uh, man to sport sort of thing, you're talking mm-hmm. about you're talking about Tiger Woods. Um, yeah. You're talking about maybe not. I don't know. I, I don't know. F one to know. Are you on a Michael Jordan esque level? See, that's he's. I've sort of thought about that as well because I've watched the last dance. I've only actually recently watched it again, and I remember that era because I I actually spent a bit of time in the states when Jordan was playing. You know, and uh, like thinking back to all that and that that was ultimate greatness. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Hamilton yeah, is not far off. He's not yeah. quite there, but I think he's you know. Ah, it's it's very hard to compare, but he's up there with the elites, like Tiger Woods of, of their sports. You know, yeah. Irregardless, he's up there with the with the elites of that sport, right? I mean, that's yeah. That's oh, what we're, he is, we're 
there is no question he's up there with the likes of Schumacher, Senna, Prost, you know, Fanjo, if we're going to go back that far, whatever, you know. But, like, you know, the likes of Nicky Lauda was another great as well. Like, he's definitely up there. So, um, statistically, there's no denying about there, it. Like, were there any, how about statistically? Were there any statistically that blew him out of the water, or as, is this a, is this a statistical uh, first sort of in F1? Like, were the, the the other names that you just mentioned there, you know, the greats of the sport, yeah. did any of them have a run like like Hamilton? I, I'm, I'm asking you. Schumacher probably would yeah. be one that would, would come to mind. He had a great run with Ferrari. Now there was a blip in the middle of it, but he, he you know, he consistently won. It, like that era of... Of Formula One, so are you saying to the era we just went past like that? Yeah. It's, so my question to you is: Is perhaps Schumacher the Michael Jordan, and Lewis Hamilton would be the LeBron James? Yeah, I, I, you could, you could make that comparison. You, you probably could. I still think. <laughs> put you on no, the I spot. still I'll think that. <laughs> like, like, why like is this guy there's, there's very comparisons. basketball? <laughs> yeah, but there's various comparisons as well to it. Like you know, like. Schumacher won across two teams, you know, Bennett and Ferrari, and Ferrari, yeah. And then Hamilton's won it across McLaren and Mercedes, you know. So they've won it across two teams. Like, there's very few drivers that have done it across more than two teams. I can't even think to mind now. But, like, like I, Fangio, I actually was looking at it the other day. He, is, he won it across four teams, but a completely different era. Right. But, um, yeah, like... Uh, yeah, I, then, I I still think Schumacher is the, is probably still the greatest. Hamilton is right there, right so, there with him though. So now we come to present day, and they, I mean, let's, like I said, you know, F Formula One is this crazy, like, you know what I mean? When you really look at it, you're like, ah, oh, Jesus, yeah. it's such this elitist kind of thing, whatever. But, yeah. um. What we're what we're seeing basically was that that really they made adjustments and there are minor adjustments to to like for you and I I mean for the for the regular yeah. listener of my show they would have no clue how minor even I have no clue but over <laughs> the years they've really worked hard to equal out the cars before there's a massive engine change. Yeah. So Mercedes was was running away with it because of their their motor and yeah. the, and the stuff that they were doing to the car and then oh yeah they built a great car yeah. yes they built and basically the 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 laws were the rules were uh, and still are like you can't see what they do like every it's so also secret but you can <laughs> yeah. pay for it and then do it yourself but you can't actually design <laughs> the same thing and we've had this yeah, discussion yeah. before but yeah. that this, but now it's kind of like Okay, well, you can still do all that, but see this little scoop down here on the bottom of the car this year? We're going to fill this mm. in where normally, you know, they're, they're, they made yeah. these tweaks. And the actual, the aerodynamic tweaks actually worked because we've had this, when you look at those top two drivers and, and yes. how this ended up, I mean, it's the same engine and they're the same drivers. And yes. it went from it went from gap, and I know it got tightened a little bit last year, but last year was a bit of an anomaly because of COVID and running mm, tracks yeah, back to back yeah, and doing yeah, all this crazy yeah. shit. You know, there's yeah, a bit of an anomaly yeah. there. But, yeah. but but my right, like Hamilton, really, he still had like he's not. Getting, I know he's getting older, so his reflexes are a little bit different. But still, you think yeah. he's in this prime right now, right, Hamilton? Yeah, yeah, and here like comes Verstappen, and he he wins yeah. it on the last race. I mean, traditionally. Yeah. 
yeah. like this is what yeah. this, this is what movies are made of, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it, it is. It's a real dream scenario for the sport as a whole. It's exactly what it needed after the 2014 changes, which you know didn't go as well as planned. Let's put it that way. You know, it it really needed uh, the new lease of life, and that you know, it's it's sometimes I think about it. I go, it's actually a shame that th- this era car is ending now because they're so close. Like you can imagine if they ran for another year, how closer to even the midfield would it would get to the front runners. Like you know, so yeah, we'll talk about later about what you know about what's happening in this world, whatever. But like you know. It would be interesting to see if we run these cars again next year, what would happen, how close it would be, would there be closer racing? Because except, this, except, except, let's just get into this championship and then we can get yeah. into the rest of that. Except what happened was, and normally this is like, <laughs> this is like a, a, a Ron Howard movie. You know what I mean? This is yeah. a story to be told here. And when you really looked at what was the what was the movie, the Ron Howard movie that he did? Rush. Rush, which was pretty good. Rush. Like it was a pretty. Yeah, I good, liked like, it. I liked then, it. Yeah, it was. And then, good. and then when you and, and even when you look at other ma- major motion pictures like the one on Lauda and uh, uh, yeah. what was that? What was that movie called? Uh, on Nicky Lauda and uh, uh, what's oh, that name? was Rush. Sorry, was that? Not that was Rush. That was Rush. Yeah, that yeah. was Rush. Yeah, yeah. Who, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, I, I agree with you. I thought it was a good film, but yeah. the story was told. Like there was a story. But if you were to tell this story, you'd have to wait until time had passed, yeah. and then you'd have to leave out the last bit. Because what happened <laughs> was, and and again, you can you can um, uh, basically yeah. you know explain more when I'm wrong. But this is just from the the idiot standpoint of view. So what happened was they made all these amazing changes, all this stuff that came down to it. This is what I alluded to at the beginning of the show. And yeah. basically, what was supposed to happen was a car wrecked into the wall, and a safety car came out. Yeah. And traditionally, tra- what was supposed to happen is, and th- and this is where there was allowed to be human error, is that yeah. at that point Hamilton had about a ten second lead on on Verstappen, and Verstappen was behind lapped cars, mm-hmm. and yeah. they would they, they they would just the safety car would come out. And they would they wouldn't unlap, and that's how that that's how it would go. And the 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 commissioner or the steward, or whatever, decided to yeah. unlap the cars. Which traditionally, it's a it's a gray area. Essentially, let's be honest. It's I mean, what we're finding out is that like okay, okay, whatever. And you can explain why or why not he could have done that. But realistically, what happened was that happened. Verstappen had the soft tires. Mm-hmm. Hamilton was cruising to victory with a 10 second lead with less than 10 laps to go. Now, maybe that could have got, maybe, but you and I both know statistically that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Not with Hamilton at the front of this pack. Now, Verstappen's right behind you, beep, 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 and he's honking at you when he passes you. And he wins the race and he wins the championship. So you really couldn't put that unless you left out that bit about the what the so there was some controversy to this result right yeah oh yeah of course and the way the season has gone it was it was probably more than expected that there was going to be some controversy at some point i thought it was just <laughs> going to be at the start and when max started you know took the dive and he got the place you know what i mean but hamilton is cute enough as well you know going on past scenarios throughout the season he probably thought you know i'm just gonna go and he did, and he went, and that would have been controversial in itself. Like, but then what happened? Like, 
it was for me like watching it it was beyond belief as soon as i seen latifi as the camera just you know that real big quick pan to the car and it's in bits and i know exactly where it is on track and i just shouted safety car like that because basically what what I what I would have understood, and what I think they should have done, I should have been done quicker. Now I know there's safety aspects to it, but the, un, the, the all the un, all the lapped cars should have been unlapped quicker, in my opinion. Now that's usually what they would do. They would get them unlapped, and they would start racing again because the aim is to get racing again. Like nobody yeah. wants a race to end under safety car. Yeah. Like that yeah. is like the biggest ah oh, cop yeah. or whatever. It's just so. Now, the way that, because Latifi in the place where he was on track, it was difficult to get him off track quick and then clean up the track. So it was hard to send faster cars around the track under safety car, which is what would happen. So um, so they had to wait. But personally, I think that the, the, ultimately the right decision was made because generally, I, I was thinking back afterwards, it was like, I can't remember where they've actually left lapped cars in between drivers, you know, that are racing at the front. Like it's not really happened. So the, the steward had to, like Michael Matty, he had to do something to get them racing again. He couldn't have the, the like a championship deciding race end under yellow flags or with interference from cars that they aren't racing ultimately. So it was a bit of a botched job, to be honest. But ultimately, I think his the thinking behind what was happening was right. Mercedes screwed up. They didn't pit. Like, I'm not sure they would have had a, as good a chance behind Max. But I know Max was in the, the better position. And I don't know, would you want to be behind the guy? Well, of course you want to be behind the guy on all their tires. So, you know, yeah. if, they were on, if they were both on soft tires, I'm not sure how it would have ended. Probably right. a more controversy. But... <laughs> Ultimately, ultimately, in my own opinion, and I think looking afterwards, is that this is probably the right way. It wasn't perfect, but it was the best way to go. And ultimately, Hamilton lost out. And the way he handled losing will, you know, it just shows what a great sports person he is and that he is truly one of the greats. Like, I'm not sure Michael Schumacher would have reacted the same as him. You know, go up and shake, go up and shake Max Verstappen's hand, and then his father come out. You know, there was, it was great to see. You know, and yeah, uh, yeah it, like, like I think Hamilton knows himself. You know, it could, it was a it was a flip of a coin. It could have been either way, and yeah, unlucky, unlucky, very unlucky, very controversial. And that wasn't kind of uh, uh, the only time, really. You know, during the year, and this is a thing with with F one, I guess, right? Is that wasn't the only time, sort of, during the year that like there were things that happened, like passes and things that both guys should have been punished yeah. for, and uh, neither one of them was punished. You know, or or yeah. you know, they they've they've gotten into some, as you guys love to say, RG bargy, and yeah. They, uh, <laughs> And, and, yeah, and they agreed. Yeah, you're like, whoa, that was uncalled for. That should be, if that was anybody else, that's a penalty. Oh, well, no, it's Hamilton yeah. for stopping. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're tied yeah, on yeah. points. Who's going to be the one to give them the, the yeah, you know, exactly. so there were some stuff that yeah. kind of happened, but did they kind of just let them play this year? They let, I they let think the two guys was, play. 
yeah, there was a, there was certainly an element to that. Like you're looking at the at the way like Verstappen defends, the way he attacks. He's very aggressive. Like and like to be fair, in like Hamilton hasn't had anyone really on that level in an equalish car. You know, probably faster three quarters of the season. You know what I mean? He's having to deal with this guy that might have a slight edge on pace and try and overtake him. You know, but. Yeah, I, I think they did. There was certain scenarios like Brazil was one of them that springs to mind. You know, his Verstappen's defense was aggressive to say the least. You know, but it was great to see like that that they that they did race. You know, there was probably other penalties that they probably didn't need to bring in. Like like Saudi was a shit show. Um, I like it, that was probably one of the most bizarre like tracks and things I've seen in a long time. Like they, it was just a strange race. Um, it was great to see like, but uh, it, yeah, it, I'm, I'm not sure about that track. It's going to cause problems in the future. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, they, they were allowed to race there as well. There were some decisions like the, like the letting Hamilton overtake for stopping that confusion when Hamilton went into the back of him. Like, you know, I, I it was just, there were certain scenarios you're like, wow, this is this is strange. Like, you know, getting a ten second penalty for that when he left plenty of road for Hamilton to go through. I don't know. It, you know, yeah. That it's just there's a few crazy incidents, but ultimately they were let race, and racing decided it decided it in the end. And uh, yeah, I was happy enough with how it ended. Oh, well, that's good. That, that's good. I mean, I, I I appreciate the point of view, and uh, you know, we have a new we got a new man on top. Let's let's. Run down this list, and yeah, uh, yeah. you know Max Verstappen's on top. He's 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 not. He's a young young kid still. Let's be honest. Yeah. But these yeah. guys all start so young. They start so young in F one. But uh, he's a young kid. There change. There's going to be changes coming in. But is is he? Can he? You know, obviously ex- experience the championship. He needs to live the championship. Will this? What will this do to him? Will this? Will this change? I mean, he's a young kid. Will he have the same? You know, sort of Lewis Hamilton drive about him, or is, is will he let this kind of get to him, get to his head? You know, who knows? I'm just. Do you think knows? that could happen? It, it, I'm not like he's a very calm. Seems he comes across as a very calm character outside of the car, mm-hmm. and he did say that like even before if he wins it, like he he will have accomplished everything he's wanted to accomplish in Formula One. So everything else would be a bonus. Like, but like there, you know. I don't. I don't necessarily believe that. You know, like if you're going to be put in a in a competitive car every year and still race, you know, then of course you want to win. Like, so I I I take it with a grain of salt. Like, I do think he wants to win multiple championships. If he doesn't, though, I don't think it will be the end of the world for him. But yeah. he's definitely doing it because he's not doing what Rosberg did and is won it and goes right. I've there completed it, ticked it, and left. You know, so he's still there. He's still going to be fighting and battling, and yeah, hopefully competitively as well. All right, so so uh, now we got you know the king has been dethroned. He's become yeah. first the first runner up, and there's going to be basically all these changes are about to take place. Is you know is this Hamilton over, or do you think he'll try? He's now did he almost. Did this losing this year almost help to motivate him for next year with the engine changes and prove if he can prove to be the first one to to win a championship with these massive sort of additional changes that are about to take place? 
yeah. Will that then be? There's the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. Oh wait. After the credits roll, they're like, "Oh, by the yeah. way, Lewis Hamilton yeah. came back the next year to win three more championships." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> is that possible? That's, in, that's entirely possible. It really is. Um, due to the changes that are happening, um, like it's you know they're they're quite radical changes. Like the the cars are going to be like completely different in the way that they operate. You know, using Aero. Um, Aero is the main team with the change, like, and they want to try and just get close to racing, basically. But like, everyone's sort of starting on. You know, the FIA have said, right, this is this is what you have to work towards here. The you know the markers is whatever has to be a couple of meters wide and whatever you know this type of thing. And they're all just sort of saying, right, well, let's see where we can find loopholes. And it's it's probably going to... See, that's the thing with these regulation changes, especially the big ones, is that somebody can just do it really well. And, you know, like you think back on, like, the regulation changes with the diffusers and how Braun won it with the double diffusers and then how they changed the regulations and it helped the Red Bulls with their blown diffusers. Totally. Uh, and you know, and you can sort of romp away because you've you've created something really good, and everyone else now is racing to copy it and to see how quick it can be. So hopefully, well, that's these- why. Is that why? I, I, sorry to cut over you, but I I'm no. watching watching the uh, the F one show on uh, on Netflix there. And Hamilton. One thing that Hamilton we learned about Hamilton during this is that maybe he was full of shit when you saw this, but he always 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 talked about the team always always yeah. always said the right thing about the team and and yeah. when when you say like what you're saying you know yeah. it's not hamilton that's figuring that out it's not fucking yeah. uh, uh who's who's yeah. the head of the mercedes team toto it's not toto who's actually figuring no, it out no, it's the, who's the, who's no. the head of red bull it's a Christian. 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 Honor, it's not Christian. Matter. Christian's not <laughs> figuring it. yeah. It's it's yeah. one of those it's one of those engineers in yes. the lab. Yeah. That, and the yeah. team of engineers in the lab that are like they, they study the rule book and then figure out yeah. exactly what the rules are not saying. And that's how they get a creative yeah. advantage. Yes, that's it. You and know? that's that's how it's that's how it's being done. That's sort of like your your one on one going into F F one is out to like this is this is what you do, you know, you try and find a creative advantage where you can find it. Yeah. Uh, where what what it's exactly what you said there is what the rules don't say. Um so yeah, so like they're pretty it from what Formula One and FI are saying is it's pretty stringent what they're doing. There's a lot of similar parts like the brakes, the wheels. These are all similar things, you know, they, they that like are, you know, I don't know if they're going to be all one supplier, but they're all going to be one spec. They all have to meet a very tight spec. Mm-hmm. So like your wheels and brakes are going to be the same. Um, you know, you'll have your engines. Engines are, you know, there's an engine freeze now. So whatever the engines are, that's it. Now yeah. you can't do anything to them. So, yeah, it'll be interesting with the aero because there's, you know, there's strong people that do that at Red Bull, like Adrian Newey is, you know, renowned for this type of thing this is his this is his thing you know is is finding arrow finding advantages and uh, especially moving to the new ground effect um i'm sure he has a trick or two up his sleeve but like everyone has all the tools that he has as well so there's guys in mercedes there's guys in mclaren ferrari they're all you know it i'm hoping it'll be tighter um 
going into a, a, a regulation change year because generally it's not tight. Somebody generally just runs away with it or has an advantage. Right. So you're saying he can do it, though. You're saying even with the changes, Hamilton's got a chance. Yeah, no, definitely with the especially with the team like Mercedes, like they like they're they're bred winners. Like they know how to win. They know how to build a car. They've got a fantastic engine, um, you know, and they've got a huge resource. And they won the constructors, so they have a heap of money behind them now as well from that. So, like, there definitely is a chance that Hamilton could ramp away, but he'll be met with Russell, who I think will be a so that leads me into, Yeah, that leads me into my next question <laughs> yeah. number three, and the number three driver of the year. He's going to have to do it without his longtime teammate and number two yeah. driver, Valtteri Baltas, and because, uh, uh, yeah. you know, they, they've decided to move in different directions. And, um, yeah. Baltas came in third, and and you know what? For all the shit that and I'll tell you, I watch a lot of uh, I watched a lot of F one this year on Sky. Yeah, yeah. And I hear a like I, honestly, I hear a lot of like shit talking on Baltas, right? I really do. I yeah. hear a lot of like, yeah. oh, Baltas, yeah. this Baltas. So yeah. Baltas literally did yeah. had all these pundits to oh Batos this Batos that Batos this Batos yeah. that Batos yeah. won a race and he still came yeah. in third in the season and and I know it's the car I get it there you know I, I know that mm. this car you know that car is an amazing car but like yeah. everybody was against Valtteri Batos so like they knew he was no yeah. longer Merck so they knew he was no longer Hamilton's boy so all the Hamilton yeah. heads out there yeah we don't fucking need him so Batos had yeah. a weird season we knew that that was going to happen yeah. and he still finished yeah. a strong third yeah, yeah, he did. He and won a race, d- right? Deservedly so. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's a he's a consistent, consistent driver. He's very quick over one lap. He's just not consi- like he's not really really fast. Like he's just not on the the level of the Hamilton Verstappen. It's like, uh, you know, no. he's he's just not quite there. But he is. He's he's played the great teammate. Even you know, I think after he got the news. I think he was a little bit off. Maybe I think there was a scenario in one of the races where he said, to "Like, yeah, whatever." Or at Monza, wasn't it, or something like that? When he mm-hmm. uh, when he seen the two cars on on top of one another, but uh, yeah, look, he's 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 a good driver. He he had a chance to win a, a Formula One championship just being with Merck. Um, it, it just showed over five years that he just didn't have the pace on Hamilton. Um, yep. And yeah, ultimately Verstappen as well this year, you know. So, like, yeah, and then at, which is the irony? Then over again, like it's very, it's all clustered. It's you know, Red Bull, Merck, Merck, Red Bull. Um, yeah, you know, because those those, it's about the vehicle and it's about the, the first the A driver pulling the B driver along with him to help yeah. him get to a championship. And we yeah. come to a guy that you and I have had a discussion about in the past, and yeah. you know, I feel. Uh, hopefully, because you know uh, uh, Perez is—he's a different kind of animal—and I would hope that Perez would be super duper smart and say, "You know what? This is perfect." Like yeah. Batash probably should have and would have, unless you know, I- I'll stick to this. I'll stick to Verstappen's coattail. I'm going to be yeah. the the second best driver. <laughs> in in this championship next to Hamilton, like there's one other guy, yeah. Perez, and Perez was nowhere near that spot until he yeah. came to Red Bull and became the number two. To so Perez, I hope. I mean, obviously we talked yeah. about it before, and these guys want to win. They want to win. They want to win. But what are the odds mm. that Perez isn't going to get with a better car? 
No, no. He's and he's never going to be the number one now. So he should just be no, the happiest was... number two in the world and make no. millions of fucking dollars to be uh, yeah, yeah. that guy. He's, he's... Yeah, to be Scotty yeah, like Pippen. He's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, 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 he's in an ideal situation. Like, like, especially if he's, if Red Bull provide a car, like, let's say Mercedes did in 2014, you know what I mean? Like that runs away with it. Like, you know, he, he'll, he'll be second and he'll be happy, you know, they'll win constructors and, they'll, you know, he's, he's in an ideal position. I, th I think it's just you're up against Max. Like, it's like saying you're up against Lewis. These guys are on, they're on a different level. Like they've been consistently like a half second faster than their teammate consistently over the season. Like in an F1, like, there's only two. Yeah, yeah, those two. You know, the funny thing yeah. is that all these changes they did bring teams closer together. But what they did was they brought Red Bull closer to Merck. Yes, <laughs> because, uh, they because, did. They did. Because yeah. we'll get it, and, and that will lead us into you know the, yeah. the the next one. Because now what it did was yeah. it kind of bulked the number three. Three, four, and that's yeah. in, in, there was sort of this race for number three, but now it really yeah. brought that race uh, uh, quite tight, in, in my opinion, because both of these teams are really looking positive, and it's all going to come down to if their teams can put together the car because the drivers are good, yeah. but they're not Verstappen, Hamilton good. But yeah. you know, you talk yeah, about yeah. a kid named Lando Norris that is is yeah. just the kid to sort of take that yeah. sort of British uh, crown from Hamilton when he's ready to pass it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I know I, he's yeah. got. He's, I know he's got one coming. He's got a fella coming into his own team. But the fact is, like Lando Norris is uh, is, and now the Ferrari with Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc, oh. they actually those two guys, yeah. they need to find who's their number one is going to be. But they're both yeah. studs. Oh man, yeah, they they, they a, are really like it's such a strong pair. Really is like probably one of the strongest on on the grid. If I'm, you know. If I'm honest, like it's like to have Carlos Sainz and Leclerc still two young drivers about to come into their prime, you know, they're the guys you'd want to have in on a long term basis. You know what I mean? Yes. But, uh, yeah, Ferrari. I, mean, I, I have you noticed that Ferrari? It's just been very quiet about Ferrari. Ferrari have just quiet. gone under the radar, and I think that's on purpose. Yes. You know, I, 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 I really right. do. I really do. It's just that the lack of anything about Ferrari in media or anything is such a like, hmm, these boys are up to something, you know, which I, is I, great. I think that I think that you're right. I, I do. I mean, you haven't heard much, you know. What, what, hopefully, hopefully they're fucking plant. Hopefully they're figuring the shit out to get their car yeah. up there, back up there yeah. again. You know, as oh, well as. Great. As well as now you have, you know, again, the, this McLaren team where Lando, yeah. and, and we talked about Ricardo before too. Ricardo has to, and again, Ricardo won a race this year. So yeah. there's only, what, four? I think there's only four guys who won races that weren't yeah. named for Stappen and Hamilton. Yeah, Ricardo yeah. won a race this year. I mean, but yeah. Ricardo is for sure the number two to Norris yeah. because yeah. I think Ricardo is – happy being Danny Ricardo. You know what yeah. I mean? I know he wants to win. I, don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's motivated. Yeah. But again, I, my thing is like, he's got to be motivated to be the, the, the uh, in this race for the number three car yeah. in, in F1. Right. Or, or it's, mm. do you think that, that, that Ricardo won't accept that second driver? I mean, he's the second driver at, at McLaren, right? Yeah, he is. Uh, well, like this, this year, like he, they probably went in as equals. 
And it's just Lando knows the car, seemingly. It's, it's a tricky enough car to drive. Um, I, Ricardo struggled with the brakes and... You know, he's he seemed to struggle all season. Like he's always been behind him. I know he won the race and Lando didn't, but Lando's been, you know, there and thereabouts in, in a lot of races, like wasn't he a podium, a couple of podiums this year. You know, he's he's a very good talent. And I think the fact that he's been with the team so long is great. But also on the other hand, like Ricardo is probably was with making the move to McLaren was thinking, well, a year or so in advance. He's waiting for the 2022 car. You know, right. this is that was probably his major thinking. Like Hamilton moving to Mercedes in, it was in 2012, he did two seasons. and He, you know, they weren't doing anything. But in the background, they knew they were working on a supreme right. engine, which turned out to be, you know, so this, it, that's uh, like right. with these that's red changes. It could be McLaren that benefit from this, from having a strong driver lineup great aero and they have the Mercedes power unit in the back you know so it's it, it's open like if you know and anything could happen there's so many different scenarios you think of like what 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 could happen like who gets who gets the best car and how do they dominate or if they dominate and yeah so and then yeah. we'll uh you know that's our top eight and let's be honest with you I mean unless there's some I mean, don't get me wrong. Anything is possible. Anything is possible here. But I mean, we, we're almost getting yeah. into, you know, we're getting into the Alphatari team, which is a second team essentially. We're getting into yeah. that the the Alpine team, yeah. which is going to be, which for me is is the interesting one to to talk to you about. Aston yeah. Martin, Williams, you know, and and the yeah. Uh, yeah. Haas, Alfa Romeo team there. But um, yeah. of those teams at the that that we I just mentioned there, you know, yeah. which which ones do you see stepping it up next year to possibly be able to challenge for that three four? Um, three four. I'm probably thinking. Uh, see, it's. I would. I know you like that Sonoda him. kid. Yeah, like I I do like him, and uh, I like the way he drives, and he, he's you know he's a good little driver, and. I think he has a career in Formula One. I think he is one of them drivers that will will step up, and he'll be one of them one of them good guys, consistent guys throughout the grid once he settles in, you know. But um, how them like it's it's hard to say. So I think that like the top two will be there: be Merck, um, Merck and Red Bull, probably Ferrari, McLaren. That's a tough one, like because they're so close. But I don't know. I think. Uh, yeah, I think I'd probably go with McLaren just on form and then maybe Ferrari. And then uh, you mentioned Alpine and I, I'm very intrigued with Alpine as well because of Alonso making that move to come back into Formula One was definitely looking at the 2022 car as well and what they can use him for and how help develop the car and things like that. So Alpine are a dark horse as well. I've seen a testing thing. You know, um, they weren't hiding too much of their car, uh, okay. so it was interesting to see what it looked like. Um, yeah, like it's only a mule car; it's not going to look like. It. But they had some interesting bits on it, and the fact that the, another thing about Alpine is, is it started this season after a bit of all left, which was a shock. But the, the guy that they got in is a really good guy. You know, he he's come from motor, well, he's come from MotoGP, like, and he's. Uh, been with teams like I think it was, uh, Suzuki, um, and he brought them back up from nowhere. Like and uh, so he's he's a uh, he's another integral part to it is to building this 
like championship winning team. So Alpine are a dark horse as well. They, I don't think they're going to go away and win anything, but they'll be closer to the top four or five anyway. I think. Definitely. All right. So all right. That's so so. Uh, um, let's look at these. Uh, you know, how about a how about a kid like? I mean, he, he's pretty much stuck in in neutral there. You know, Gasly scores one hundred and ten points this year, yeah. only five yeah. points less than. Than you know Ricardo, but but plenty above you know twenty points, thirty points above uh, his next uh, challenging challenger, yeah. and you know he's never gonna get any better than he's he's, yeah. he's been fucked. You know what I mean? He's yeah, it's a really fucked. it's a really uh, you know it's it's a difficult because he's a really he's a really good driver as he's proven. You know he he can drive the car well and he comes across really well. Um, as a as a sports person as well, you know, in general, he's a likable t- type of character, and he just seems to be stuck in this Red Bull arena, and nobody yeah. will touch him. You know what I mean? Like he's like so weird. I think I think he'll he'll spend a year, maybe two, at Al- Alpha Terry, and he'll probably move on when seats start to open up with other teams. Yeah. I don't. I can't see him getting like a big three. Let's say Ferrari, Mercedes, Red Bull drive again. You know? Yeah, and it unless, could it be? Uh, Almost, you know, unfortunately, you know, yeah. Christian Horner just ruined this kid because of, because yeah. of the way it all went down. Did Christian yeah, Horner ruin this kid? Down. And because you don't, and again, you you know, you watch the shows, you see these guys, they're fucking ruthless, you know, especially Horner. Christian yeah. Horner is fucking ruthless. <laughs> yeah. And you see that, you is. know what I mean? He and he doesn't, he tries he to come across as like this super cool, <laughs> like, oh, I'm serious, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. He's fucking ruthless because he knows how good of a gig yeah. he's got. He knows how he's extremely motivated. And and yeah. he puts those two together and says, I'm going to do, I'm still a young man. I'm going to do everything I can to fucking make this work. He's making yeah. fucking millions. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's and doing, he's doing he, some job. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to be fucking ruthless until I retire. I'm just going to be ruthless and make so much fucking money that when I retire, I can literally just sit back and do nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, that, yeah. so, so Horner, and he did that to Gasly, kind of fucked with his career a little bit. No, I'm not, I mean, Gasly's not, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying he's going to run anything, but did he kind of. Like you said, he's pretty much lost a seat with any of the big boys. You don't see that happening. I don't um, see unless unless Alpha Terry provide him a, a decent car and it can keep up with the Red Bulls. But yeah. like, you know, that's their only sort of saving grace is that they can start to get some technology from the Red Bull. Like, you know, you could see in in, in certain circumstances throughout the season they've been extremely quick and surprisingly quick and right on the tails of Red Bull, but. To do that consistently is it, they'll struggle and uh, they don't have the, the the resources that their their big brother has. So yeah, yeah, you know. So um, uh, I I I feel sorry for him because he's a, he's a good guy and he's a good driver. Um, yeah, but just hopefully he hangs around. He's he's, he's he he deserves a a good run at something. Anyway. Well, what do you I think, think uh, Pierre Gasly? Pierre Gasly is the number nine F one driver in the world. How much do you think? What do you think a guy like Pierre Gasly makes? What's his contract for? Oh, he's he's probably not on a huge amount, but in, uh, I don't know. He's not in the millions, is he? Is he? I in mean, the millions? he's got to be, right? 
I, th- I, you, you'd be surprised some of these Red Bull drivers are on nothing, you know. What I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I, yeah. You could be right. Like you I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't say Yuki Sonoda isn't on a great deal. I'd say, I'd say he's got a company car at a hundred grand, and you're fucking driving Formula One. You're happy. Yeah, <laughs> you well, they, know, they, I mean? you know, they all live. They all find a home domicile somewhere where there's no taxes, and and oh, you know what I mean. They're, these guys yeah, are yeah, all right. So let's yeah. skip over. Yeah. Let's skip over the Alpine guys, uh, and, and because we'll, we'll use that for yeah. our, you know next year predictions for next year. But let's talk. Yeah. Uh, let's talk Vettel, man. I mean, poor Sebastian yeah. Vettel. It's, <laughs> is, is, is Sebastian Vettel a case of you know a uh, great athlete? Sometimes don't realize when it's time to say goodbye. Yeah, it's it, he seems to be dwindling away, doesn't he? You know, it's just there. There doesn't seem. Even with the moves, has to you're starting to like. Oh, there has to be something that has to be positive, and it just it didn't really work out the way he wanted. Um, um, again, I don't know what you know. Like, is his main focus there is the next year's car or whatever? But I, I just feel so. You know, he's another another great driver, just struggling with the car. He's str- he's struggled since 2014, since this hybrid era came in. He's struggled with every car like he got a decent run with ferrari there in the middle of it mm-hmm, came mm-hmm. close but like really was he that close not not hugely like so yeah yeah i think he's just dwindling out it, uh, another year i wouldn't be surprised if he leaves after next year another bad year yeah you think important, that that be... important first six races for him i think next year to be honest yeah. like i know he's yeah. a world champion and all that but it was a poor season uh, not consistent. He's getting mixed up in fucking shit that he shouldn't be getting mixed up in. He got the overtaking award, but like that's probably due to just qualifying really badly and overtaking. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, you know, I, it, it's a shame to see, but like uh, his time is probably, I can't see him winning anything with Aston Martin, to be honest with you. Well, I'd say that uh, instead of continuing to go down the list, because at this stage, you know, when we when we look down the list, then I mean, you're talking I mean, Russell, who won't be there, but you're talking about the a Williams team, and, and you're talking about a, you know, an Alfa Romeo team and a Haas team. That let's be honest, like you know, what I mean? do, do, yeah, they're they're and a lot of things are probably going to be changing. And they knew it them. as well, I think. They, yeah, like yeah. they, you got the feeling that these. These lower teams, like especially Haas, sort of really seem to just lose interest. And yeah, they were just solid backmarkers and stuff. Yeah, it was a very uneventful towards the the back of the grid. But yeah, I mean Haas didn't score a single point. Yeah, like, constructive point. That's rough. I mean, like, like, not Haas, one, not Gene one point. Not one point. Like, and like if look, I don't really rate Mazepin. Um, he was. Oh, in F2, he was quickish, but he was just aggressive and silly and making stupid mistakes and stuff like that. Whereas Mick Schumacher is a consistent, decent driver. You know, he does have a future in Formula One. It's, you know, whether Haas can provide a half decent car for him next year to really, really show what he's made of, you know. But I just, but, yeah. I mean, and the problem there, though, is that, you know, Mazepin ain't going nowhere. No, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. It's 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 crazy. You know, I mean, realistically, old, old man, uh, old man Stroll there must be like laughing. You know what I mean? Because his kid's better than fucking. Yeah. <laughs> his kid's better than Mazepin's kid. Because we got yeah. now these two owner owner daddies of of guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. Austin didn't score a point. I mean, they're they're 
that it's, like it's disappointing. Like, and it, it, it it's not like they didn't score a point. They didn't come close. Yeah, they didn't come close. Yeah, yeah like it was every. Point. It was literally. It was literally every race. They were nineteen and twenty. Every race, yeah. eighteen like, and twenty. I think did Mick get out of Q uh, Q three one or no, sorry Q one once? I think maybe I'd have to look back. But like that was what they were going for. Was like getting out of Q one. And, uh, I think That's happened. another. Uh, so did, were there not? Were there races this year where the qualifying was different than other races? Oh yeah, the sprint races. Yeah, yeah. So, so you did your qualifying for the sprint race on the Friday, where the practice two session was in the afternoon, and then you have a practice three session on Saturday morning, and then followed by a sprint race, which qualifies where you're where you finish in that race is where you start the grid on Sunday. So it was just something different. They're doing it next year as well. So yeah. yeah but, they, but again, it's kind of like you know, it's funny because it's sort of like these are the rules. This is how we adhere to the, this is this is how we're going to figure out what what part of the grid numbers one through twenty are going to start. And then they're like, but we're going to fuck around with some stuff and try some stuff too and see if we can <laughs> make it a little bit different. You know what I mean? Like a constant tinkering, yeah, tinkering, like, tinkering, tinkering, tinkering. That's it. Like that, it, whether it's it good or bad. It. Like, like I think that the since, sprint thing seems to have gotten a lot of positive, it, uh, yeah, it's, affirmation it's, from that. Yeah, like I'd say, if you ask the drivers, they're probably not too keen on running no, two but races. I think for, for for having the race for for the fans, though, it's the, it's brilliant because there's there's a sort of a main event of the three days of the weekend, whereas Friday is just sort of like. You know, like I'd sit down in the afternoon and I watch the rerun of the practice and just listen to what they're talking. You know what I mean? Have it on in the background, things like that. You know, but it's not something you just go and sit down and watch. You know, and watch every lap. It can be quite boring. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas now you, you you move something like qualifying, where it actually means something. So you go through your Q one, two, and three. Um, so it, it's just a bit more of a spectacle, um, and it, and it's good. Like I, you know, it'd be great to to go to one and do the full weekend and actually physically be there and see it. You know what I mean? Like something like, uh, where are they doing it next year? Um, God, I can't remember. But they're doing it. I think it's five places they're doing it. I think Brazil is one of them. But okay. it just adds a different element. I don't, look, I'm not a massive fan of it, really, because I think that the format of Q1, 2 and 3, I think they've they've really nailed it. You know what I mean? It's... It's it's a really good format for qualifying. I remember when I came in and everyone was like, "Wow, this is this is actually really good." And you have to like, you know, if it's not broke, you don't really have to fix it. But to get, I suppose, added eyes on the TVs, you need them all across the three days, you know. So there's obviously the commercial aspect to it as well. I'd, I'd say. All right, so let's talk. Let's talk next year. What are your predictions to, to happen next year? What kind of changes are gonna? Uh, we already talked about. There's gonna be the, the you know the the yeah. engine changes or the engine freeze and then the changes to, yeah. to move things in. But I'm talking about drivers, teams. What's uh, what 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 do you what do you think's gonna what do you think's gonna happen? What's, any any any? Do you think something? What surprise do you think could possibly happen here? What uh, what are we looking yeah. at? Yeah. <laughs> well, so if I if it asked me who's going to win it. Or who's going? Yeah, who's going to be at the top? I, because of the changes that are happening and the person that's designing the car for Red Bull, Adrian Newey, I just have a feeling he might have a little trick up his sleeve, or that they can really build something. My only concern is with the engine, and they're they're 
Honda isn't here anymore. Red Bull are building their own engines. You know, I'm not, that's the only sort of question mark for me. I know they can build a decent car, but how are they building engines? Now, they're going to obviously have the crossover from Honda, you know, and it's an engine free, so they don't have to develop it. They just have to build it. So that's, you know, probably less risk. But I do think Red Bull might just have the edge in the aero department. Mercedes are going to be right there. I think the likes of Ferrari, McLaren are going to be right in there as well. I I just think that with the extra year, all the development they've they've been able to do over this extra year and really understand what they're doing, I think it's going to be, I'm hoping it's going to be close to the top. But I, I actually genuinely do think that it will be just like how things have played out, how the drivers have moved and settled into their different places. You know, I, I, I definitely just think Red Bull might eke it, but Mercedes, McLaren, everyone—they're going to be close together. It'll be it'll be hard to say. Like I, I really looking forward to to the first day of testing next February. Just so you're excited? Yes, I mean that sounds like uh, I mean what a huge change from you from the last five years. Let's be honest. It's it's a it's a it's a dramatic change. Like it's not just a tweak. Like it's a it's fundamentally a different car and a way of generating downforce. Like they have two big massive tunnels in the floor underneath the car. I'm going back to the ground effect days. It's just right. basically like it just sucks the cars down. And reduces mainly reduces the wash of air coming out the back of the car because it's sort of along the floor. Whereas you're trying to generate downforce on top of the car, it's all the wash from the air on the, the rear wing is going up in the air and you can't follow and they're complaining about the heat and the brakes, blah, blah, blah. This is designed to sort of reduce that, um, that they can follow easier because they're getting all their downforce from underneath the car instead of on top of the car. Um, so and also the front wings are changed. Uh, they've wheel covers, um, eighteen-inch wheels now, bigger rims. <laughs> for, um, yeah, I'm not sure what's the, the the added value in that, but they look cool. Um, <laughs> other than that, like it, it, it's yeah. So that's why, like, it's it could be anyone's game. Like you never know. It's just who builds the best car, basically, because the engines are all the same. So it's just who can build the best car. Um, and I hope they all build really strong cars because, yeah, it'll be hard to top what happened this season going into next season, like, you know, so. And Hamilton doesn't skip a beat, even with Russell coming in and Bottas gone. Um, no, I think I think Russell, Russell would be quicker than Bottas, I think, if Bottas had a state. I just... I think. don't see Russell. Yeah, I think uh, Russell is quick. And we've seen that that little that race in Bahrain there um, a couple of years back where he got in the car and was immediately quick. Like that's that's very rare to see that somebody's that quick in a car so different, like the slowest car going into the fastest car. So he definitely he that's why I just think he'll be quicker than Bottas. Will he be quicker than Hamilton? I'm not so sure. Like I still I and especially after Hamilton losing out. I think Hamilton's just going to want to hope he gets a decent car and just wants to win. And yeah, so it'll be it'll be an interesting team battle if Russell's right on Hamilton's heels, which will uh, make for good viewing as well. I mean, it would be amazing. To, to, yeah. Just again, further proof: Russell goes from scoring sixteen points to scoring in in the three hundreds. 
yeah. overnight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how, it's the how, dream job. Like he's yeah, got the he's yeah. got the dream ticket in Formula yeah. One. Like he, it's, it's, he pretty it's, much got the, he pretty much got the golden ticket, didn't he? Yeah, he, got the he dream did. Ticket. He yeah. did. Like, yeah. yeah, and per, yeah. Perez is a close second as well. Perez. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Perez is that close second because Perez should be kind of accepting. For Stappen's yeah. the man, you know what I mean, and he should just yeah, be holding yeah, on. Yeah. Whereas Russell is not only accepting that he's the second man, but he's also accepting that at some point Hamilton's going to try to pass the reins to him. So he's going to get the reins passed to him by yeah, one of the greatest yeah. in history. So <laughs> you know, you're right, exactly. you're right. That you know, they're both dream jobs for different reasons. You know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. And, uh, so, and, yeah, and, and let's hope that they, like you said, let's hope for our. Uh, and McLaren have yeah. been putting putting their heads down and uh, yeah. and bring themselves back to back to you know greatness once yeah. again. It'd be great to have a four way race at the top. Oh. Wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be amazing yeah. to have a four way race? Yeah, at the top? It'd, be, it'd be brilliant. Like it'd be brilliant, especially after last season. Like to build on it, to to have like the likes of Ferrari up at top. Like because you want to have the the red car up at the front again. And like I'm not a big Ferrari fan, but you, you know, yeah. As I said, like when you don't hear about them, you start to be like, huh, where are they? You know, or what's going on? So I want to see them up there. I want to see McLaren do well. Like I think what Zach Brown has done for McLaren, I think is just amazing. And he's he's probably probably one of the best him and Toto are probably the best team managers out there. And I think, you know, if he keeps doing what he's doing, whatever it is, and getting people in the right place and you know, just hopefully that continues and they have a, a strong start and yeah. Be good. Be good to see a good battle between all the teams. Yeah. So okay. So if you had your chance to pick one job in to be, you know, one in 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 this Formula One, right? So you know, no. the the lead driver for for Merck or the second driver for Red Bull or you know an Alfatori guy driver or you know uh, the the head of this or the head of that or the uh, what guy what what role would you want to have? Oh, oh God, that's an interesting question. <laughs> um, I'm not sure I want to have a driver job. No, no, yeah, yeah, me. I'll give you. I'll tell you mine right away. It would definitely be a team, a, a team, you know, yeah. lead role. You know, it'd definitely be that yeah. Toto, that Christian Horner role. Because yeah, like, I think that's get, where I'd be going. Yeah. Imagine to get the opportunity to be like, look, we're gonna give you a ton of money, and I don't know anything about the sport, <laughs> but I would still yeah. want that job just to oh, get that challenge yeah. to say, could I put a uh, yeah. fucking team of engineers together? Could I go out and say? Who are the yeah, best yeah. of the fucking best, and and motivate them on to victory? Yeah. Could I do that? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Could I get like, that's, yeah. that's what <laughs> they're doing. Like it's it's unbelievable. Like but, like you look at what Tony Wolf has achieved. Like that's like you know probably doesn't get talked about enough. Like is what you know how he's managed that team throughout this whole thing, and even before the regulation change in twenty fourteen. So like and as well, Horner is to be commended as well. Like he. I don't know which which one if I had the choice between Merck or Red Bull. I don't know. Like, uh, 
Well, I mean, oh, doesn't Toto, Toto, I think yeah. the Red Bull, the Red Bull would be the harder job, though. Then. You know I what I mean? I think the Red Bull would be the harder job. I think that. Yeah, the, the, yeah. I think that Wolf job, where he's basically at this stage again, he can. You know, Total Wolf owns the drivers. If he doesn't own, if he's not the team principal, then the drivers belong to him. You know what I mean? Like, he, owns, he owns one third of Mercedes now, or something yeah, as well. He like he's like, <laughs> Mercedes, like as Mercedes. Or like Daimler, oh. you know the big, yeah, yeah, big, big yeah, yeah. Top. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking Toto Wolf, man. Yeah, like, what yeah. a fucking superstar that guy. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That's unbelievable. What a, you know what a superstar <laughs> that guy. Well, look, Tony, star. I um. I appreciate you coming on and talking Formula yeah. One, man. Uh, that was yeah, yeah, uh, that was, yeah, a, was a, a ton of fun, good. and uh, yeah. that was a crazy good hour to uh, to talk yeah. about it. We're going to have some exciting stuff going on next year, man. Um, yeah, I, I, I have I do have a couple of topics only because I, I and if you you yeah. you're up for something non uh, yeah yeah non yeah, and then we're yeah. we're gonna we're gonna fly through these a little bit, but um yeah yeah um so did you see that uh, um they just um. Basically, uh, the the kind of the final report sort of came out about you realize you know Ireland's health service exchange was attacked right the agency yes. was attacked with ransomware okay the um, mm-hmm. same ones that did a few over in in the states you know these high hackers oh, that yeah. you know, it looks like there were these Russian team basically they you know a lot of them just seem to be these crazy young kid criminals that didn't yeah. realize and and it even happened sort of here. Um, these yeah. guys who did this didn't realize. Well, not only, not only are is this somebody's healthcare service, a government healthcare service, but um, they don't have any fucking money. Like we're not going to get shit out of this, and people are going to die. This is this yeah, is the kind yeah, of it was yeah. bad publicity for them. So they yeah. they they hacked the system. It happened, yeah. and then they gave them. They didn't. They they said, "Look, we'll just give you the the key to get back. We'll we'll just yeah. give you. We're, we're gonna let you fix it. We're gonna give it back, and we're gonna slink on out of here because you're not. Yeah. You don't have any money to give us anyway. And holy <laughs> shit, right? Yeah. So that's sort of how how it kind of yeah. went down. But they just um, released a report saying talking about how it happened. Did you? I don't know if you've seen this. Did you see this? I I think I briefly seen now that you mention it something about an email attachment. So yeah, so basically, it was an Excel document in a a, a phishing email that had malware infected. <laughs> right, oh, that one infected the first workstation on March eighth, yeah. right? And on the thirty first, the HSE antivirus found it. Oh. So they actually found it sitting on some on on the first computer you know within two weeks or whatever right but the antivirus was set to monitor mode and it wasn't set to block anything it was set to just kick something up for someone who had to read it and say what are you going to do here and you just (laughs) well you've seen it happen right well there's a it it pops up Mm. on your screen old school saying yeah there's a malware something going on here what do you want to do Mm -hmm. about this and you just sort of you know move on Um, somebody just moved on at the hsc possibly i don't know but basically that's so so the software wasn't wasn't it was this most simplest of software and then by may 7th or whatever they compromised every day 
uh, over over the next five days after May, they had all the hospitals and you know everything was brought to a halt. Oh, as you know, here everybody yeah, was like yeah. writing shit on paper and like <laughs> filing yeah. shit. To, like it's crazy. Oh, when I, I thought about yeah. it, you know, we talk about these changes yeah. and things, and yeah, yeah. you know, one of the reasons that this happened too was that the hospital network, the HSC, had yeah. over thirty thousand workstations using windows seven which was oh, i don't believe yeah that was yeah and it's been gone a long time <laughs> with zero support <laughs> yeah and our yeah. health service here in ireland our health mm-hmm. service only in ireland I, I mean, this is I'm, literally I'm only glad it's windows seven yeah because it, I mean, yeah i wouldn't be surprised if it's windows 95 or something like that there only in ireland. and you know what look at the end of the day the HSC bounced back and like, like everything sort of, and this was during a pandemic and it's still kind of, yeah. you know, they, they just sort of said, all right, let's, let's just keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's yeah, just keep yeah. moving on. But can you believe that, that, that that's, that's only in Ireland, right? Is that yeah, only in Ireland? It's a hundred percent in Ireland. It's, it's countries like us as well. Like that's some IT department. Like, nah, no, I'm not going to bother me how I'm doing that. You know what I mean? What the fuck? That's, that's work. That looks like a bit of work to me. These boys that sleep in the floor of work was in bed. You know what I mean? They, oh, they're like, they, "Hey, what's hey, uh, what what system are we using to 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 check in all of these all of these syringes?" I just fucking put it in that old Excel file over there. Yeah, send yeah, it through. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? We, I don't even know anymore. Like they yeah. bring up the, you know, you see the like the doctors. They bring up this thing. You're like, how old is that program that these doctors yeah, are, know. are writing on? It's, you it yeah. should be state of the fucking art. Exactly. We have, the yeah, smart, considering- we have the IT people for Facebook. We have the IT yeah. people in this country for yeah. Google. We have the IT yeah. people. We have the yeah. IT people for uh, Apple. We have the I. We fill the IT departments in this country, yeah, in the yeah. country of Ireland, and the HSC was working on yeah. Windows oh. Seven. Windows Seven only in Ireland. Fucking plug it in and dial up as well. I'd say only oh, in Ireland. Oh, yeah. So. So, but here's an uh, only in America one that I saw too, and I, I, I haven't known. <laughs> well, these are, you know what the fastest growing sport, the fastest growing sport in the U.S. was la- over the last two years. Over the last two years, it's hardly, hardly, hardly soccer, is it? No, no, no. Have you ever heard of pickleball? Oh, no, never. Pickleball <laughs> is is. Pickleball is essentially, um, uh, it's like a small tennis court, and it's sort of like playing ping pong ish on a small tennis ping-pong. court sort of thing. You know what I, I mean? I, it's, yeah, it's 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 yeah. badminton, ping pong, and badminton sort of. So it's constantly, okay. yeah, yeah, you're I'm constantly. <laughs> so it's a yeah, lot of hand eye coordination. Yeah, there's not much yeah, movement. Yeah. The courts are small, so there's not much movement. There's a lot yeah. of hand. And you're playing with a small little bat. Yeah, it's the largest, yeah. largest pickleball is the largest growing sport in America, man. Really? That's, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are going to be there's a there's now numerous podcasts dedicated to pickleball, YouTube channels. It has its own magazine. I mean, no looks like its own sponsorships are coming soon. Two point five million dollars they did in the uh, pickleball professionals association prize. That's two point five million dollars you're paying for, man. Soon that's going to be an Olympic event. Yeah, I wouldn't be Pickleball. surprised. 
Pickleball. Pickleball. Interesting name. Interesting name. <laughs> yeah, it is. And the last thing I want to leave you on before yeah. uh, before we get out of here is that um, I, I, I know that you know a couple of guys um, that I'm in some uh, WhatsApp friends groups with, and there, there are two of them in particular that you you know both of them um, from from our old racing days, our old uh, oh, online yeah. racing days. Which They're is, in another which is starting group. up again. Yes, <laughs> it is. It is uh, join wheel to wheel racing. From what I understand, uh, <laughs> why not? From what I understand, why not? Maybe maybe on the wheel to wheel racing network. So please catch them there. From what I'm, I'm hearing, so good luck to you, man. Good luck to you. Uh, but two yeah. two guys. One of them. Uh, who was a former racer, one of them who was not a racer, but did some things similar to what I did on the, yeah. on the show. Two guys in a chat group of ours had a conversation about um, intelligence and IQ testing. And yeah. I, 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 if the, the thing is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put together an IQ test for the two of them to do to see which one's smarter. And they're both waiting for me to put this together. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the, the other one can't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, I will... I'll announce the results to both of them at the same exact time. You know, it's one of those things and they're both fired up to do it. I have to say they're both, I think they'd both be nervous. They'd both be happy enough if it just went away and I forgot about it, but they'd also Uh, be happy to do this. Right. And you know, the two guys, you know, the two guys I'm talking about. So it'll be a very interesting choice. But so I read this, this, uh, thing that came out that said that in the British uh, medical journal, the Christmas issue, um, which is like a fun sort of uh, uh, issue of this very serious medical journal. um, Mm -hmm. There was a, uh, basically a few uh, data points collected to decide once and for all um, what, which, which task was more difficult or more deserved as in, you know, the sayings, it's not brain surgery. Or do you know, yes. uh, sure, well, it's not rocket science. Yeah. Right? So they basically administered these intelligence tests to uh, uh, over 300 aerospace engineers and like 70-some neurosurgeons. So it's not brain yeah. surgery. It's not rocket science. And <laughs> they got results from it. And it, the results are kind of interesting. The results that they got from it, and I won't, I won't get into the actual numbers, but yeah. the results were kind of conditional. So... Um, the rocket scientists and the neurosurgeons were pretty much evenly matched, though the okay. um, um, the engineers, the aerospace engineers, were better at mental manipulations, while the brain surgeons were better at sort of semantic problem solving. Okay, so okay. they were both pretty well evenly matched, but as you can see, you know what I mean, mental manipulation, yeah. so constant thinking, that's yeah. what a rocket scientist would be doing, an aerospace yeah. engineer, and then you know, yeah. brain surgeons would have to get to the bottom of the root of the cause of the problem, so they were better, yes. so it, it makes sense. But the yeah. thing was, it, um, there was no significant difference that was found especially between the aerospace engineers and the control population. And the same held true, they said with the numbers, for the neurosurgeons. So they took a control group and they administered the same IQ test to them. And there was no significant difference was found between these two groups. But there was a significant difference in the speed at which those groups came to the answer. Okay. So so almost like they weren't overall more intelligent based on this exam, 
but yeah. they were quicker at the getting to the right answer. Their brains worked quicker to get them to the right answer so they could move on to the next problem because the brain is constantly trying to solve problems. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's what right. set them apart. Not the actual intelligence, yeah, but how yeah. fast they were as smart as as oh, normal. Isn't that's that interesting? very interesting. Yeah, that is. Isn't that interesting? So I, I don't know if we'll, we're going to announce the uh, – <laughs> I don't know if it would be good for me to announce the, the winner on the podcast. Well, I'm not sure uh, if we're, yeah. we're going to end up doing that, uh, Tony. But if we are, I'll make sure that I, I message uh, out to you to let you know. <laughs> I'll keep, yeah, no, I'll keep reminding you. I'll, I'll, give you. I'll give you a text every now and again going, any results, any results. <laughs> so wheel-to-wheel wheel wheel racing, it is uh, – uh, when, when are you guys starting again? Oh, what is it? Sixth January, I think. Sixth of January. January. What is your what's what's? Uh, you'll be on on uh, Twitch. Yeah, I'll be on Twitch. I'll be on the Wheel to Wheel channel. I'm sort of taking taking over that from my driver. So you'll hear all the drivers, all the rants, all the the shouting, the obscenities, everything you know. So if you just want to hear angry chameleon crash, just join me on January sixth, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I I, uh, I wish you nothing but the best of luck. I've been uh, I've been asked a couple of times about my uh, my my willingness to uh, come back, and I uh, ended up leaving that Discord, because, giving it giving ownership back to me and leaving the Discord because I'd much rather tune into Twitch and watch it on somebody's channel. So yeah, yeah. I appreciate well, that's, that's that. fair enough. I I wish I I wish you could commentate. You know, I actually wouldn't mind doing a bit of commentary with you. You know what I mean? It would be good fun. Um, but uh, I sort of committed to doing racing. I'm, I'm not particularly keen on the F1 games, but look, it, it's a bit of fun. And, you know, it, all, it always was a bit of fun, so I might as well go again. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm not going to win in any titles anyway this year. Let's put it that way. <laughs> neither, is, neither is budge <laughs> but anyway <laughs> well, <laughs> Tony on that note I wish yeah. you uh, the merriest of Christmases oh, my yeah. friend to you and to your family yeah. and uh, yeah. I'm sure we will uh, talk personally before but uh, oh, total yeah. shout out to you for coming on the show and, and giving up your last hour and a half hour and ten minutes to me so we can yeah. bullshit on and, and we're getting look man we're getting viewers more and more every week man we're, yeah. we're, we're, it's, yeah. it's our listeners you know people are downloading my show and listening and I hope Hope that they're they're enjoying it and we got yeah, next definitely. week uh, actually next week we're going to have on uh the 22nd you want to tune into this uh yeah. i have on a fellow named uh, ethan brown who is a uh, podcaster himself uh in, yeah. from california he's an environmentalist and his podcast okay. is called the sweaty penguin and it basically talks about the effects of climate change on different topics on different subjects uh yeah. not from a political standpoint just basically here's what science is doing here's the facts here's what's sort of happening and yeah. tries to actually make it sort of a enjoyable listen and fun yeah, yeah. and he, he did a couple shows he right down my alley he did one on wine he did one on coffee as you know that those are <laughs> those are two things that are right down yeah. Romo's alley so stay yeah. tuned in next week for uh yeah, well, for him I, hopefully hopefully it's a good oh, show yeah. and i can put together something sounds, fun and uh yeah. and we will get you back on before for sure before the uh, in the preseason f1 preseason so we yeah. can start talking yeah. about all the all the cool yeah. shit that's about to happen Val. Yeah, that's it, exactly, man. No, I really appreciate you for asking me on again. It's always a pleasure. Always great fun to talk about it with you as well, and you have some interesting questions which catch me <laughs> off guard, but it's, that's all part and parcel of it. It's good going. So, well, look, man, have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and I'll be talking to you in the meantime. Thanks very much. 
folks. This is Romo. I am here because I like to talk some shit sometimes, and uh, sometimes you guys listen too and welcome into the studio when you are in. This is the Hit the Lotto podcast. This is a cool as fuck theme song by Pet Fangs. Hope you guys enjoyed yourself. See you next week. Got a great show next week. See you then. Bye-bye. $3,000 gonna buy back in, but you hope I win. Why? $3,000. So gotta hit the lotto. 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 Mega flex. Hit the lotto. Who knows what's next? Hit the lotto. Slurpee. Coke, I see. Hit the lotto.